Joining us, uh, his weekly visit, uh, our guy who will be joining this uh, this show coming up uh, later this summer, ladies and gentlemen, Cliff Averill on the world-renowned star-studded Beacon Plumbing Hotline, which, of course, is brought to you by Bobby Wagner. When Bobby says, call Beacon, stop freaking, and call Beacon stop Plumbing. Freaking. Yeah, there you go. Why don't you wrestle that one away from him, Cliff? Like when you start, let's wrestle that uh, that endorsement away from Wagner. He doesn't need the money anymore. No, he definitely doesn't need the money. I'll take it though. Uh, if, they, if they if they want a retired player or, or a old Seahawks player, uh, you know, I, I hope I'm first in line. <laughs> yeah, we got we got to get you that because I mean, KJR is almost going to match what the Seahawks were paying you, but not yeah, quite. It isn't going to be close. Close. You don't laugh that loud. <laughs> uh, by the way, how, how much are they paying you? Can you just tell us real quick so we can negotiate oh, our deals no, later? No, no, no. I have nothing to do with that. I have nothing to do with that. That's a good answer there. That's a good, smart answer. Hey, um, let, let's a couple of NFL news and notes. Uh, this Terrell Owens one is interesting to me, Cliff. Uh, Terrell Owens, I mean, I, I don't get him. He's odd. The um, I'm not sure what your encounter with him is, but here's the gist of it. So he has complained, and I thought rightfully so for years, that he was not voted in uh, by the writers for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I think you look at Terrell Owens' career, like he's a Hall of Fame wide receiver. He just is. So he gets in finally this year. Then he releases a statement today. I'll read just a portion of it. He says, I'm so grateful for all the support, my family, friends, and certainly my fans I have sh- that have shown me throughout my entire career in the NFL. When it was announced that I was going to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the response received from my fans was overwhelming. I'm truly humbled. I'm honored to be included among the group of fellow inducted individuals. While I am incredibly appreciative of this opportunity, if I've made the decision to publicly decline my invitation to attend the induction ceremony in Canton. So he's not going. He's not going to do the speech. For all these years, he's been, he's been complaining about it. They're going to give him the jacket. He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not going to go. I mean, what, what, in the, what is he doing? Yeah, that's that's a great question, man. Um, maybe he's he, he's salty. He's still mad that it took so long for him to get in. So this is him throwing it back in their face or whatever. I don't know, but that's quite interesting. If he doesn't want it, though, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, no, knowing To as we do over the years, he he's always liked bringing the spotlight to himself. He was a terrific performer mm-hmm. on the field, and he liked to do other. Yeah. He's going to change his mind, Cliff. I, I believe. I think he's saying this, and there's going to be a whole lot of "Come on, man!" And then he's going to oh, okay. You've so talked you're saying to he wants people to come to him and head. Come on, you got to do it. Come on, Terrell. That's at least a possibility, yeah. isn't it, Cliff? That, that he's going to change his mind. I mean, I hope somebody. I hope somebody gets in the corner and tells him to change his mind. I mean, right. this is a big opportunity. This is a big deal. You know, it's only so many people that get inducted into this thing, and and for you to just you know, kind of turn your back on it after begging for it for so many years. You know, it, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. He says, he says later in his statement, uh, he goes, I came to the realization that I wish to celebrate what will be one of the most memorable days of my life elsewhere. At a later date, I will announce where and when I will celebrate my induction. I'd like to thank the Niners, the Eagles, oh, the Cowboys, man. the Bills, and the Bengals for the uh, for the time I was granted with each organization. How about thank the Seahawks? You were here for a couple of weeks. How about thank us? 
We put up yeah, with you. He didn't put a jer- he, didn't, he didn't put a jersey on. Uh, <laughs> preseason. <laughs> Hell, he would have been on the oh, team. He, he, yeah. he would have been he on the team. If, yeah, would have been on the team if he caught that Matt Flynn touchdown in Denver. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they both. They both probably would have been on the team. <laughs> exactly He's right. Funny. You know who's going to get in his corner? Is somebody in his family's going to go? What do you mean we're not going to Canton? What are you nuts? We're going to Canton, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's 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 a, that's an interesting situation though, because like I said, I mean. Any player that plays for a long period of time, any player that, that you know, strives to be – any competitor, yeah. you know, wants to be the best at the game and, and to get that opportunity and then to turn it down like that, you know, it, it's some, something's going on. That's all I can say. There's something definitely going on. Yeah. He says, uh, David Baker, who's the CEO Hall of Fame uh, president and CEO, says we're disappointed but we'll respect Terrell's decision not to participate in the enshrinement. Yeah. You know what? I'd pull it. No, they can't do Pull that. They can't do Pull that. Pull it. He's being an asshat. Pull it. Yeah, but you, being an asshat you doesn't exclude you. Can't, you can't, yeah, you can't stoop down to that to that no, level either, though. Well, he clearly, it's, he doesn't, res, I don't know, he, the guy doesn't respect it, so why why even have an induction for him if he's not going to show up? I, I think he is, though. I think he's so going to. I, he, I think he's just grandstanding. I think he's grandstanding. Yeah. You do what T.O.'s done. And look, there's nothing wrong with this, but it's the truth. T.O. has brought the spotlight to himself Time and time again. And that's fine. Certain people have that kind of a personality. This doesn't surprise me all that much, and it isn't going to surprise me, Cliff, when he says, nah, I've thought about it, and I'm going to go to the to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I, I definitely think, you know, well, again, I hope someone in his corner tells him he needs to go, but I think eventually once he realizes what, you know, what what this opportunity is, what what he's doing, uh, he'll turn he'll change his mind. I'll i uh, Cliff Averill joining us here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Uh, Cliff, uh, joining the show, joining the station uh, later this summer. July 9th will uh, be his uh, first appearance here on the yeah. uh, radio station. Uh, but he's on the summer tour right now. He's 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 eating up all of his vacation right now, and then we'll have no vacation once he starts his broadcasting uh, career. Here's where I – okay, he he's going to celebrate someplace else. God, please, if he has any sense of humor, will he please go in the driveway – Celebrating the driveway again by doing the sit-ups and the workout like what he did when he was holding out. Where was he holding out of? Was that Philadelphia or San Francisco? Philly? Yeah, in Philly. Philly. That was Philly, I believe. That's what I want yeah. him to do. I want him to do the sit-ups with the shirt off, and uh, that's where he does his, his speech. That'd be great. Oh, man. That, that's terrible, actually. <laughs> the, only, the, only, the only place he needs to do a speech is in Canton, you know, uh, yeah. like everybody else before him. Cliff, when you have guys like that, and you, you've played with guys who, again, we talked about this a little bit last week, I think guys that are big personality guys, and mm-hmm. T.O. was certainly that. Um, as long as they're delivering on the field, most of the time that's cool in the locker room, right? I mean, are, are guys ever kind of rolling their eyes going, man, I wish he wouldn't bring that much attention? Do, do guys within the locker room who don't necessarily have big personalities, do they care that there are guys bringing that attention and bringing that spotlight to themselves? It, it really depends on the dynamic of the team. Um, you know, when I was in Detroit, you know, there weren't too many guys that were, were you know, outspoken. or any, And the few that were, you know, guys did kind of look at them kind of weird. But in the locker room in, in Seattle, there's so many guys that are outspoken, so many guys that, you know, want to get their point across. It's to the point where that's the natural, that's the, that's the norm in the locker room where, you know, someone like myself, I'm looking like, these guys are crazy. <laughs> like, these guys, you know, but – it just depends on the dynamic of the team. It depends on, you know, uh, how many of those type of players are on that team. And, uh, but again, if you're performing, 
90% chance is most guys don't really care. As long as you're out there busting your behind and you're having fun and, and you're not causing the team to lose, I think guys don't really care. Because he's a fantastic football player. I mean, that's the yeah, – right. besides his antics like off the field and whatever he does in mm-hmm. the locker room, I mean, listen, I think to this day – he authored, I thought, one of the greatest Super Bowl performances of all time. Now, it came in a losing effort. Impressive. Had they won, we might have been talking about the greatest. He was playing on a broken leg. Right. And damn near, I think mm-hmm. at 120 yards receiving, he was the best player on the field. But they lost. Nah, yeah, and, that's impressive. Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, so I guess you, when when a guy's that talented, you kind of look past you know some of the other stuff and the issues that he had. But anyways, we'll we'll find out. Yeah, maybe he will. Maybe he'll just come around and say, yeah, I'm gonna do the uh, I'm gonna do the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, I changed my mind, which mm-hmm. he possibly could do. I would prefer the 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 driveway. Driveway, right? With the with the sit ups. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be that would be comical. Uh, also, that would definitely be funny. Uh, Julian Edelman, pop four games, performance enhancing drugs. Uh, New England uh, Patriots, you know the Patriots, they're they're above all of this, Cliff. They they normally don't get themselves in this type of trouble, but Edelman popped, he's appealing the decision. That's interesting, too. Uh, but, you know, nowadays, honestly, it's so hard for, for athletes, um, you know, to know what they can take, what they can't take. Uh, you know, you can take a vitamin pill from GNC and get flagged for something in that vitamin pill that, that you know, is considered performance enhancement. At the same time, too, there's guys on the other side that, you know, they, they actually do take a lot of that stuff. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a fine line. It's difficult for me, honestly. I, I never took any pills because I was afraid of getting popped for something. I, I really had no clue was in, in, in any of that stuff. Um, you know, so hopefully he, he can get out of it. I doubt it because most times guys don't. But, um, you know, hopefully it's nothing too serious. Cliff, whenever this happens – you know, those of us who are, are kind of outside looking in, in the media, we go, you know, how can he do this? They've got to have systems set up that they know what's legal and what's not legal. Do they do enough, do you think, as a player, did they do enough to make sure you knew, hey, Cliff, here's the bad list, here's the okay list, there's a guy you can call 24-7 if you, if you have any questions. Do they have systems set up where it makes it hard to believe when a guy says this accidentally happened to me? Did they do enough to educate you guys? They they tell you vaguely, you know, there's vaguely. a list of, of, yeah, they tell you that, hey, um, you know, this is a website. You can type in whatever the the the, the um, product is. You can type it in, and it'd be like, oh, this is banned or this isn't banned. But then, but at the same time, at the at the bottom of the disclosure, it says there's a possibility that you could still get popped for something in this, uh, you know, this this product that you said that isn't banned. Or, you know, you're still taking it at your own risk or whatever. So it's really, it's not, it's, it's not as transparent as, as most people would think. Hmm. Uh, you're still taking a risk whenever you take anything uh, from any one of these supplement stores. But there's good, it, it, would you say, because we talk about this all the time in baseball, and they, like, in, hey, it's ingrained in these guys. Here, here's the list. Here's everything. Come ask us. Come talk to us. Isn't, even if you don't know, hey, if I can take this or not, like when guys travel to, to the Dominican, you know, that's the, that is the go-to excuse for any Dominican player. I was, I was at home, I was in the Dominican, I took something from my doctor, I didn't know. Isn't the, de- mm-hmm. the, the default though, and I wonder if it's the same thing in the, in the NFL, the, isn't the default to call a trainer, call a, a team doctor and be, hey, I got this, this guy says I can take it, can I take it? 
team doctors won't even really discuss that with you because they don't really? want to be liable for for it. Yeah, so huh. you can't ask the team doctor about supplements really uh, without him. I can't give you my opinion because if you take it and you still get flagged, like you can't blame me for it, huh. you know. So it, yeah, it's 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 completely. There's nobody you really can talk to other than just you know. Like I said, I didn't take anything, so that that was the easiest <laughs> approach for me compared to you know guys that want to get on supplements to recover and all these different things, and you get popped. You have nobody to blame. You have nobody to to look at to say you know you didn't tell me this was was good or wasn't good or whatever the case may be. You're kind of out there by yourself. How'd you how'd you manage pain in in the NFL? Did you, you didn't take anything in terms of building up your body, but did you did you have was was there medication again? Did, did, did they educate you on what you can use that's non addictive or that kind of thing? Nah, they'll give you pills that you probably get addicted to, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. opioids and all that stuff. But for me, uh, you know, I had a I had a routine every week. You know, I got in 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 a five day span, I probably got a massage four out of five days, and you know, in a five day span, I got stretched by my masseuse or whatever, uh, you know, four out of the five days. Yeah. And that was like my, re- that was my recovery process being in the cold tub for, you know, 30, 40 minutes before and after practice, th- those types of things are what kind of kept me going. Uh, but other guys, you know, they, they like to use supplements to help flush out, you know, the, yeah. the, the swellness and all that type of stuff. Just depends on what you like to use. I like the, the, I like that process more again because I knew I wasn't getting flagged for anything. Yeah, I, I had a broken foot once and had to do cold tub for the foot, and there's about 30 seconds of excruciating <laughs> pain. I don't know how anybody puts their whole body in a cold tub. I mean, that's the most manly yeah. thing. It, it's unbelievable to be able to put your body into a cold tub and just, yeah. How long do you stay in those yeah. things? I would stay, I typically stay in for about 15, 20 minutes. Um, oh, you know, I would, after a game, I literally would drive from the stadium, go straight to, to, to the VMAC and get in the cold tub for 30, 40 minutes um, after oh. games. But the, the initial first 30 seconds of stuff after that, is, yeah. everything goes numb. Well, we got, a, we got a new idea. We need something for, for, uh, for, th- for Tuesdays. It's going to be a cold tub Tuesday. We're gonna bring in cold, cold tubs here, and, and Cliff will do a segment. We'll we'll we'll, spin, we'll be in the cold tubs on Cold Tub Tuesday. Hey, Cliff, Everyone can play at home. Gas, you I'll, can play too. I'll give you fifty bucks if you can get puck in a cold tub. Because I'll that go is, in a cold. You'll tub. go in a cold tub. I'll go in it. But you're tell, twenty minutes. I don't think I could last twenty minutes. There's no, you, no way I could last. Cliff's minutes. right. You'll go no, numb. Right. You get completely. But you go, numb, you go numb. You're I go numb every night for different reasons. Not right. a cold tub though. It's <laughs> on, on the road to getting numb. It's excruciating. There's about. <laughs> I have other of, things that are going along with trying to get numb in the cold. You're going to be, trust me, it's a whole new world. But then once you go numb, it's like, hey, this is, I see why people, because like with my foot, it was like, this is fantastic. But the first oh, minute was it just agony. miserable. Oh, can't you, agony. Why, why can't you just go in a hot tub? What's, what, doesn't it no. do the same thing? So people do that, too. No, so people do that, too. It's called contrasting where you get in the cold tub sure, for, say, a minute, then a minute in the hot tub. That hurts more to me than just getting in the cold tub because, your skin, you know, it feels like a whole bunch of needles are like sticking you in your leg when you get it out of the cold tub into the hot tub. Hey, I, do you I don't know, really like that. Okay, one. now this, Sarah, you don't have to answer this, but I'm curious because you, you talked about <laughs> you talked about the pills, though, and the opioids, and this is a, this is a big deal. How? What do you think? Because it was your buddy, your buddy's brother, Martellus Bennett, who said, "What was his eighty-five percent?" He said eighty percent, eighty-five percent. You, you that, use pot. That, yeah. that use that use marijuana. Do you think that's a fair number of NFL players that use it? He yeah, said they use it for say, pain, for to supplement pain. 
I would say I would say the number is right around there. I was going to say, I'd say seventy five percent, but yeah, it's pretty high. I would say so. And um, I think as more guys are learning and understanding what the opioids are doing to you, uh, more guys are you know leaning towards doing the marijuana and the CBD and and all these different things um, that's out there. Uh, but yeah, I would say the numbers is, is that high. Sounds like it's going to be an, uh, a Herb's House Friday when you start. <laughs> <laughs> You guys going to have a cold tub in here? Uh, cold tub? I, would, wouldn't that be fun to have a cold tub in here? I think Everyone yeah. gets in it for 20 minutes. Uh, uh, just a test and see. Sports Everyone talk radio hosts like us, we need yeah. the cold tub because we're so athletic. <laughs> you know what, what I'm hearing from you, Cliff, in the overall tone of the conversation, in addition to some good one-liners, is there's room for improvement on how the NFL deals with this and how players deal with it, and maybe it, it starts with some honest talk, and it doesn't sound like people want to have honest talk. It kind of... It benefits the teams that you guys do whatever it takes to get ready for Sunday as long as you don't get caught, and it can benefit players mm-hmm. who say, hey, here's a shortcut, and I don't have to do all this other stuff. And and it sounds like everybody just kind of looks the uh, – I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but there's a lot of looking the other way until a guy gets caught is what it sounds like. I just think the NFL doesn't necessarily care about the players. Um, you know, you just you, whatever it takes to get out there on Sunday. Right. You know, I, I you know, they they don't care. They don't care what you need to do. Now, don't get caught. We're going to tell you, hey, don't get caught. Yeah. But hey, whatever it takes to play on Sundays. And um, you know, that's why they give you all these pills. I mean, you get Vicodin, you get all these pain pills and and, and but yet that's tearing up your liver. That's tearing up all kinds of stuff on the inside. Uh, but it's legal, so they're okay with that, you know. Um, but they definitely have to have the dialogue. They have to have the conversation, um, you know, as far as for what guys are able to take and and, and helping guys actually recover and, and getting better after playing on the Sunday because those games are brutal. All right, uh, Cliff, uh, we'll cut you loose. Enjoy your weekend. We'll chat with you next week. And then uh, July 9th, uh, he'll be uh, sitting in yes, here his, for Cold Tub Tuesdays. <laughs> in a Herb's only house Friday. Only if you're in there. Okay, I'm in. If you get in there, we'll bring cold tubs right, in. Purple it. sheet's gonna he's gonna he's gonna spring for this in the budget. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. We'll get a cold tub. All right, Cliff. We'll talk to you next week. All right, talk to you later. There he is, uh, Cliff Averill right. on the star-studded Bobby Wagner Beacon Plumbing Hotline. He's hanging up to call his agent right now. Going, Let's what pull this am thing I right. getting into? Pull this thing right now. He said and, cold tub Tuesday and something about a, a Herb's house Friday. You know, cold tub would be easy to do here, too. There's a huge loading dock downstairs. All you need is do a I big tub. Do I keep calling it Herb? Yeah. Why do I keep calling it? I'm, I'm not sure. Herb house. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to You correct. know Herb's I'm, house. I'm here to educate, uh, attempt to... Uh, the cold tub would be easy to do. You just need a big steel tub and some ice and water, and then we'll put you in there with I'm headsets out. on. I'm, I'm no telling you, you way. won't believe it. Now, I've never done the full immersion thing. I said with my foot, though, it took uh, about a minute, and it just feels like uh, you're getting no. jabbed by a bunch of needles. And then as soon as it goes numb, it's like, oh, this feels fantastic. Because uh, you're right. You're, 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 you think, I, want, I need to put this in some heat. But especially when you're healing, various, cold is much better for you, I'm told. Uh, when is a bet? When has a bet gone too far? I still owe you five bucks, by the way. I haven't yeah. forgotten that. Uh, there is a, there's a bet someone made a, across the country in yeah. Buffalo, of all places. Uh. I don't know if they should make this guy pay it off, but he's paid it off. We'll talk about it next.